It's another episode of a crazy little thing called Love Dev. Episode 68 Yoga Queen. So my question today is, can you watch something twice the speed? <laughs> the reason I ask is, uh, so the last job I just finished, by the way, the COVID one, that's all over now. So I'm looking for other work if anyone has anything. <laughs> uh, you know, this guy I used to work with, nice guy, um, a bit of a character, but he was a nice guy. And he used to watch videos like, because we used to sit next to each other in the reception area, waiting for people to come in to get their COVID tests done. And he used to watch YouTube videos, but he used to watch it like twice the speed. <laughs> I don't know how he does it. Is that like the new norm now? Is that how people watch movies or YouTube videos or even listen to a podcast like this at double the speed? <laughs> Just wondering if anyone's ever done that. I mean, I can't. It used to annoy me because all I would hear in the background is... And I'm, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, can you even hear anything? Can you hear what the person's saying? <laughs> it's too fast for my brain. I couldn't cope with that. Normal speed for me. Um, it's just wondering, is that like the new norm now? Is that what people do? Is that how, if you could read a book like that, would that be any good? I know when I used to read a book, I'd read and I would think at the same time. So like, how does that even work? Is that, that's like, <laughs> you're reading something, but you're actually thinking about something else in your head. And you're not even paying attention to the book, but you're still reading it. Is that normal? <laughs> I used to stop sometimes and go back. And read it again because I, I know that my, my brain just kind of zoned out. <laughs> it does that when I have conversations with people. Um, so if someone's talking to me and I'm really not interested in the conversation or I find it a bit boring, automatically my brain will switch off. <laughs> and it pretends to listen. <laughs> I don't, is that some form of uh, ADHD or something? <laughs> I did read that. That's one of the symptoms, I think, is when you don't pay full attention to someone when they're having a conversation with you. So you could be listening to this right now and your brain is switched off. <laughs> I don't blame you if it is, actually. I do it with my missus all the time. So like, if she's having a conversation with me, my brain is not listening. <laughs> I think that's a normal man thing. You just switch off, don't you? It goes in one ear and it it doesn't even come out the other. It just goes in one ear. <laughs> but I thought I'd better record a podcast because, you know, I don't want to leave it too long. And there's stuff I've got to talk about. There isn't, but there is, I guess. So there's a lot been going on. So we've lost Prince Philip. The Queen's husband, those of you now, uh, R.I.P. To, to Prince Philip. Don't know much about him. I mean, I watched The Crown and 
on the crown. He was a bit of a player. <laughs> he was a player in his younger days. If you've never watched The Crown, I'd highly recommend it. I mean, I'm not a royalist, but I do like The Crown. I think it's a very good drama. And the actors and actresses that played the roles are brilliant. Some of them are so good at the acting. But, like, Prince Philip was a player. <laughs> he used to go to different countries, man. And he used to sleep with these women. And I think he was in, a in like, a group, like a player group, where all the... <laughs> All the rich people, they used to get like, I think they used to play like cards and stuff, poker and that. And then they used to have like female um, staff, shall we say, that used to go there. And the Queen found out about it. <laughs> and he tried to deny it, I think. And then I think he stopped going. <laughs> he got nabbed. But yeah, he was a player. Prince Philip was. <laughs> <laughs> so he had his funeral in the UK, which was happened to be on a really nice day, which was yesterday. Um, and I think the Queen could only have like 30, 30 members to attend the funeral because of COVID. That's terrible. And the same day, DMX died, as you probably all aware. Grew up with him in the 90s. I was like, I was really young then. So it was around the era when I was getting into hip-hop. I got into hip-hop at a very young age, actually. Hip-hop and R&B. But DMX was one of those guys, man, that you'd always have on in the car. And I remember used to listening to him, driving around, listening to Damien. <laughs> the good old days, man. Yeah, he's one. He's, I would say he's definitely one of the greatest rappers. Iconic hip-hop artists out there. So I actually ordered a t-shirt, a DMX t-shirt from Redbubble, uh, 2XL. This t-shirt came, and it's really nice, but it barely fits me. <laughs> I think it's the style of the t-shirt is a bit like... I think it's fitted for more slimmer people. And I don't know why they just didn't say that on their, on their website. But I asked for a refund, and I said I can keep the t-shirt... And they gave me a voucher for the same price of the t-shirt. <laughs> Happy days. Still going to wear it, though. <laughs> Still going to wear that, mate. I'm going to get another one as well while I'm there. <laughs> yeah, man. We also lost someone else only a couple of days ago. Uh, Helen McCroy. She was an, an actress uh, in a lot of stuff. Some of you probably remember her in Peaky Blinders. Obviously, Peaky Blinders set in Birmingham, but filled in different locations. <laughs> uh, she passed away, unfortunately. Helen was the one that played the Shelby's auntie, Tommy Shelby and Arthur. Yeah, she was the, the, the woman who always wore the hat. That was her. And she passed away at a very young age. She was like, what, 52? Um, she was battling cancer, which I didn't even know. That's a real shame. So we've lost an iconic actress. She's also been in Harry Potter. Oh, yeah, she was in Harry Potter as well. And the Queen. So she played Aunt Polly. That was it, Aunt Polly in the BBC drama. Peaky Blinders. Really sad news. Losing a lot of people. Eh? I mean, um, funny enough, remember I was telling you guys my cousin got married in India. 
And apparently some of the people that went to the wedding from the US, because I've got family in the US and they travel down there to India for the wedding. Some of them caught COVID down in India. And I know COVID's really bad there at the moment. They're getting like 200,000 cases a day. And they've even got their own variant now because apparently it's uh, mutated in India. So there's an Indian, <laughs> there's an Indian COVID out there somewhere. And it's, I think they said they found it in England as well. They need to stop the bat. They need to stop the flying to India, mate. <laughs> they need to do it. Pakistan is on the list, as you guys already know. India's going to be joining soon. Very, very likely, I reckon. But apparently, Boris Johnson's heading over to India. I don't know what for. <laughs> I don't know if he's going for a curry or something. <laughs> Maybe, who knows? <laughs> uh, we'll have to see. Uh, let's Should we try and help someone out anyway? <laughs> There's always somebody out there who needs my help. Yeah, all right, let's do a no stupid questions. This one is proper random. <laughs> they always are, aren't they? I mean, it's just been posted like 10 minutes ago. That's how popular no stupid questions forum is on Reddit. The question has been posted by hard worker here. <laughs> and he's got, his, the question is, what does it mean to see the Queen of UK in the dream? <laughs> so he's basically dreamt about the Queen. <laughs> Let's hope it wasn't one of them kind of dreams. Uh, maybe he's dreamt uh, because... Obviously, as I mentioned before, her husband passed away and it was his funeral yesterday and he must have watched it on the TV, or they, could be a woman. Um, and then she came into his dream. <laughs> so I want to put down what he's got on here. I saw the Queen of the UK in my dream. I was on a square hanging in midair. <laughs> and other, other members of the royal family... And other people. <laughs> About ten on the ground, he said. The queen glides down the string on the square and passes me to go to another square hanging in air. <laughs> Is he on about Monopoly? That square had someone on it whom the queen was chatting. Later, I was told to stand still as I was losing my balance. I wanted to get off the square hanging in the air. <laughs> I think they're on about the Queen's Gambit here. I personally do not like her, but I also do not hate her. I have some good and some negative opinion about good and some bad. She did. <laughs> Where is this guy from? His English is terrible. I felt, like, I felt a little sorry for her sitting alone and crying yesterday at funeral of Prince Philip. <laughs> first I saw the Queen in my dream I think they're saying it's the first time they've seen the Queen in my dream <laughs> sounds a bit like it does sound like the Queen's Gambit is he on about a chessboard because he's on about from a square to another square I'm guessing he's not from the UK by the way he's talking so maybe he's from somewhere in Europe <laughs> I don't know I want to see what some of the comments... Somebody's put 3D chess. <laughs> That's hilarious. 
it means the queen in your subconsciousness. It means you shouldn't watch so much television on a Saturday. See, that's what I said. <laughs> Someone else has put the royal family has been in the news a lot lately. So you've probably read or seen a fair amount about the queen. I know I have. <laughs> uh, so, oh God, someone's put, you will die exactly two days and 37 minutes. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but luckily for this person, who is, who is his name again? Hard worker here. I've got your answer, mate. I've, I've found the reason that you dreamt about a queen. Just Google it. <laughs> so Journey Into Your Dreams says, if you dream about a queen, this is what it means. A queen is a person of royalty and is not unusual to dream of queens and kings or even princesses and knights in our dreams. Under the, understanding the meaning of a queen in our dreams can help us discover quite a lot about ourselves. <laughs> so what does it mean to dream of a queen? Sounds like a rhyme. A queen in our dream often signifies feelings of power and being in charge. We often see queens as majestic leaders of a nation or empire. Royalty in our dreams can be a sign of feeling like we are deserving better in our own lives. Or it can mean that we are feeling like we are on top of the world. <laughs> there you go. So basically, you just feel like you're a queen. So it could mean that you have a desire to be in charge and it could mean you feel could be called to be a leader and to lead others into victory. Well, that's the reason why you dreamt of the Queen. So you've got to go and do something now and become a leader. Hard worker here. If you're a hard worker, then... <laughs> I think we've just answered your question, mate. Well, I hope that helps and that was the no stupid question. As I said, it's always random. I don't think I've ever dreamt of a queen or a king. I've never really dreamt of any royalties. <laughs> Wouldn't mind being a king for a day, though. That'd be good, wouldn't it? If it was me, I'd be the Burger King, probably. <laughs> uh, is Burger King still about? Because I don't even see them anymore. That's a random question. I should put that on that forum. <laughs> What's happened to Burger King, man? He used to be a right Burger King. You don't see him that much now. <laughs> Talking about wars, actually. Uh, supermarket Aldi is in war with Marks and Spencers. <laughs> over a cake. But it's not any cake. It's a caterpillar cake. Marks and Spencer want to sue Aldi. <laughs> This is like the biggest news in the UK at the moment. Marks and Spencers is a very, shall we say, middle class supermarket. Everything in there is expensive, I think. I don't even go in there. That's how expensive Marks and Spencer is. And uh, so basically, they've got a cake, right? And so have all the other supermarkets. <laughs> but like a caterpillar cake. So Colin is Marks and Spencer's one, right? And Aldi's have just brought out a new Caterpillar cake as well, and he's called Cuthbert. <laughs> what a name. So Cuthbert, he's like, if you put him next to the Marks and Spencer one, 
you can see why they're suing because he's he's exactly the same. <laughs> he could be a brother of Colin. Do you know what I mean? Or he could be like a I don't know a relative. <laughs> That's what I would say. Even the board, the actual board, right? The board of the um, cake that it's on. It's the same color. It's green. Um, obviously, probably to represent grass. I don't know. But Aldi's fighting back, right? <laughs> so they've tweeted stuff like uh, marks and snitches. <laughs> Cuthbert has been found guilty. That's what they've put of being delicious. <laughs> That's great. I've got. I've got to love Aldi for that, though. You know they don't care. They're like, you want to fight? Come, let's have it. To be honest, like Aldi copy everything. Everything in their store is a copy of something else. So Marks and Spencers are probably the first people to go and do it. You know, like, going to sue them. <laughs> and I think it's more publicity for Aldi because Aldi do not care. <laughs> so I'll be watching this fight very closely. <laughs> They've even drawn a picture of free Cuthbert, figure one. And the, a picture of a caterpillar standing next to two guards <laughs> in court. That's hilarious. <laughs> so free Cuthbert. Oh, brilliant. You gotta love it. And here's something else I love. It's the weird news story time. This one comes all the way from Alabama in the United States. And today's weird news story is... Yoga can leave you injured, psychotic, and a Hindu. Christian group claims. <laughs> Had to be in it. Alabama lawmakers bid to overturn a 28-year-old yoga ban in public school faces backlash from conservative Christian groups. <laughs> so, Jeremy Gray. Shout out to Jeremy Gray. A state lawmaker in Alabama has been practicing yoga for years, initially as a workout after college football matches and later as a means of instilling in himself the virtues of focus and patience. Now, the Democrat from Opiliac, Opiliac needs all the patience he can get as he seeks to overturn a 28-year yoga ban in Alabama public schools. The ban, believed to be the only statewide prohibition of its sort in America, is proving to be tougher to scrub from the statute books than might be expected. Gray is preparing to present a bill to the Alabama S Senate that would allow public schools and students to engage in yoga during gym classes for the first time in almost three decades. The lifting of the ban was approved by the State of House of Representatives in March and last week Gray's bills passed out of the Senate. Judiacris. Oh God, I can't even speak. <laughs> Judiciary Committee, and now awaits a full debate and vote on the Senate floor. But the closer Gray's vision comes to fruition, the more it draws enemy fire. The main hurdle to reform lies with conservative Christian groups who argue. Just the mere act of allowing yoga in the classroom will expose kids to the risk of converting to Hinduism. <laughs> yoga is a very big part of the Hindu religion 
and if this bill passes, then instructors will be able to come into classrooms as young as kindergarten and bring these children through guided imaginary, which is a spiritual exercise. Becky Gerritson says, the director of the conservative. <laughs> Alabama Eagle told the state senators recently, the idea that yoga is a gateway drug to Hinduism strikes Gray as Pallaby ridiculous. He has practiced yoga for 10 years, yet remains a committed Christian worshipping in a Baptist church. <laughs> Don't do yoga, guys. You'll turn into a Hindu. The promoting of Hinduism argument is the only talking point these conservative groups have. <laughs> and it makes them look very misinformed and miseducated on the issue. Gray told The Guardian. I'm reading it for The Guardian. The promoting of Hinduism argument is the only talking point these conservative groups have. Uh, oh, I've read that bit. <laughs> the lawmaker said that he was struck by the con contrast between the view of teachers who were strongly in favour of lifting the ban so that the school children could benefit from yoga ability to reduce anxiety and depression. And the conservatives who have never even tried yoga... <laughs> and who had no direct connection to public schools who were opposing it. To me, you cannot be well versed on something you never experienced. We have individuals opposing a bill that really doesn't affect them, but those individuals in education are 100% behind it, Gray said. <laughs> the lawmaker points to its official statistics that show one in seven Americans have had some experience of yoga. The Federal Public Health Agency, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, recommends the use of yoga and meditation in schools to reduce stressful feelings and increase your ability to remember things more clearly. But this Christian group do not want it. <laughs> but conservative groups are not giving up without a fight. The National Center for Law and Policy, an organization of Christian lawyers who take on legal cases backing anti-abortion, anti-gay marriage and other causes that cause civil liberties has produced a fact sheet claiming to prove that yoga cannot be separated from its religious roots in Hinduism. <laughs> yoga can be dangerous, causing injuries, death from the stroke and psychotic episodes. How did they know, man? They never even tried it. So Nikuj Trivedi is the president of the Coalition of Hindus in North America and said that the latest claims were just a new irritation of age-old discrimination against America's 2.5 million Hindus. These arguments are a reminder of the Hindu phobia that existed in the US in the 19th and 20th century when Hindus were portrayed as strange cult followers out to alter your mind and get you to do crazy things <laughs> it's sad to see such hindu phobia still persisting trivdeli added that the physical stretching that most american associates with yoga have nothing to do with religious manifestations of the art most people don't do yoga what they do is asana or postures doing postures is not going to make you a hindu <laughs> that's what he said that was today's weird news story. That was a, a weird one. <laughs> Christian group trying to blame, uh, trying to ban, shall I say, 
yoga in schools. Crazy, man. Well, I'm going to go and do a bit of uh, Tai Chi so I can be Japanese. <laughs> I think I'll do a bit of Tai Chi. Right, guys, that was today's episode as usual. If you liked it, remember, do like, share, leave a comment, tell me what you think. Uh, hopefully, I will be back next week. Just gotta, I've got to have stuff happen to me in my life. Gigs are coming back, by the way. Getting loads of gig bookings now, which is nice. Nice to see my diary filling up. So I'm well pleased with that. My first one's not until July, I think. It's still a bit of a while away, but oh well. Better than nothing, eh? Right, folks, I'll see you later. Take care of yourselves. Ta-da.